Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from the J Cave. I am joined, as always, by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on? And you, know, you might be saying, it's not Wednesday night. What's going on? Oh, my God, what's happening? Bill, what are we doing tonight? Well, guess what, folks? You get a very special gift this week. A double dose of Mixed Bag! <laughs> you know what that calls for, JT? What does it call for, Bill? Applause! 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 <laughs> you love to see it. What's going on? We're glad to see everyone's joining us, as always. Thank you so much for watching, of course. And uh, Bill, tonight, we're well, t- today's Tuesday, yes. So we wanted to do something specifically for tonight because the Oscars were Sunday. Yes, the Oscars were Sunday. So here's what we're going to do. Since the Oscars and Grammys were so close together this year, Oscars were this past Sunday, the Grammys are this coming Sunday. So tonight we're going to give you a Oscars recap. And... Um, Unfortunately, our dear friend and Oscar expert, Dr. Matthew Hemsley, could not join us tonight. He had he had some other obligations to attend to. He had personal matters to attend to, but that's okay. We're glad that uh, glad if you're uh, enjoying us live or whatever. But we we do miss him. We hope he's okay. We we yeah he he just had a um he had a uh, he he just had a personal yeah engagement. So no yeah he's fine. Well, we're glad all of you are joining us as always. And uh, shall we get right into it, shall we? Yeah, and speak. Yeah, and speaking of Doctor Hemsley, okay, you know I'm gonna stop calling because okay, he's not a real doctor. We love him, but he's not a real doctor. He got his PhD from the University of Bill, which is not a real university. Oh boy, we're off. Okay, but anyway, no, Matt though. Matt gives his Oscar predictions. Twenty-three categories. You know how? You know how much he got right? How many did he get right? 20 out of 23. No way. Do not doubt Matt Hemsley. I don't know. I, now I will never doubt Matt Hemsley with the Oscars. Yeah, but he did get the big one wrong. He got best picture wrong? He got best picture wrong. What was best? Well, we're going to get into it. What was, best, what was best picture again? I forgot. What did he pick or what won? What, 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 what did he pick and what won? He picked Power of the Dog. Okay. And Coda won. Oh, right. I did hear about that. Okay, sorry. I'm the- yeah, and you know what? And that was kind of a weird thing because everyone thought Power of the Dog was going to win, but... Yeah, but then the Oscars had to throw another curveball at us, so... Yeah, well, I don't think that was that much of a curveball because Power of the Dog and Coda were pretty much neck and neck. That's true. I'll give you that. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're only going to really talk about the... Like we did last week, we're only going to talk about the awards that people actually give a shit about. Yes. We're not going to talk about, you know, best set design. And like, listen, we appreciate those who give good set design. I know it takes a lot of hard work, but yeah, we're just going to talk about the ones that people care about. And don't worry, folks. We're going to talk about, you know what? Oh, yeah. Well, we're saving that for the end. Don't worry. Because we don't want the whole show to be about that. Yeah. We actually do want to talk about the people that the moments that got overshadowed by that first. And then later on, we'll talk about that. Oh yeah. For those of you who didn't watch, you're just going to have to wait and see. Okay. So first, all right, what category should we start with my good friend? Uh, why don't we, we'll say best picture towards the end. What do you want to start with first? Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to start- focus on like the big four? Do you want to talk about some other things? Let's talk about um, best actor. You want to talk about the best actor nomination? Okay, best actor in a supporting role or best actor in a lead role? Let's go. Uh, lead role. Let, let's do. Let's do the, the. Let's do the big one. Let's do lead role. Okay, the lead role. Okay, Will Smith won for King Richard. Yes, and I did not see King Richard, but Doctor Hensley says it's good, and if Doctor Hensley says it. Oh, it's yeah. true. Go, man. Do not doubt the words of Matthew Hensley. No, um, do not doubt him. He's that good. But anyway, yeah, you know what? From what I heard, he did a great performance. I was banking on Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, though. Not gonna lie, he. Yeah, go on. Because Andrew Garfield, if you've seen Tick Tick Boom, Spider Man can sing. Yeah, he really can. Andrew Garfield actually has a pretty good voice. 
He's really talented. Who knew? Spider-Man can sing. Yeah, singing Peter Parker, everyone. Singing Peter. Oh, God. If they do Spider-Man turn off the dark, the movie, they should get Andrew Garfield in there. Please don't do that, Sony or Marvel. Please don't bring us Spider-Man turn off the dark, the movie. Please don't do that. I actually saw that on Broadway, believe it or not, when it was on Broadway. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Let's not talk about it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. We don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> it doesn't exist in our world. No, if you didn't get the reference, we don't talk about Bruno. Oh my God, forget we that. We don't talk about Bruno. No, I hate that song so much. Well, well you I'll work to... with kids, so that I work with children, so I, I hear it all day long, and it's so annoying. But go on, Bill. No, I, I just want to say, like for the sport for my podcast, Sports Society podcast, check us out. We're on all platforms. Whoop, whoop. Um, we actually, I was actually thinking about a parody of that called "We We Don't Talk About Brady." <laughs> Um, <laughs> you should do that. Yeah, because yeah, actually, that was inspired by a friend of mine, my friend Allie. Allie, if you are watching, shout out to you, my dear. Yes. Um, she said, "Ever heard of we don't talk about Bruno? We don't talk about Brady." So, anyway, um, yeah, but Will Smith, regardless of what happened, which we will get to later, um, I think his speech was very weird. You think so? I think he's just, his acceptance speech was very weird. Mm. He was talking about Richard Williams, his Richard Williams, you know, Vena, Venus and Serena Williams, his father. Yeah. And about how he was being the protector and love will make you do crazy things, which is a reference to that thing we'll discuss later. But it was just, and just some of the things he was saying, um, yeah, so I'm kind of tiptoeing around here because I kind of want to save that when we talk about the big thing. But a lot of the things, and, you know, he was sort of crying too because, you know, he was overwhelmed and that's a very big emotional moment. Yeah. And, you know, what good for him for winning the Oscar. Um, and he, from what I heard, he deserved, he deserved that Oscar. Who, uh, Will Smith? Will Smith. He deserved that Oscar. I would say so. And because, you know, like I said, I really would have liked to see Andrew Garfield win. Right. But you know what? Good for Will Smith. Congratulations on the win. Yeah, whatever. Because from what I heard, he did do a good performance. Okay, so do we want to go to Best Supporting Actor or do we want to go to Best uh, let's Actress? Do, let's go to Best Actress first. And then so we'll, we'll go to do Lead first and then go Supporting. We'll do Actor, Actress, Supporting, Supporting, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Best actress, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah, she's great um, too, by the way. Yeah, I actually did see this movie. Um, Jessica Chastain played, well, Tammy Faye, who was the wife of... Who was the wife of the... of televangelist Jim Baker back in the 70s. Okay. And this was back when they were when they were running when when Jim Baker and Tammy Faye they were getting buddy buddy with the likes of people like Jerry Falwell and Pat Robertson. And this was basically in the um time when evangelicals were be getting very involved in politics. Not going to get too much into that. If you want to know more, go read the book Jesus and John Wayne. It's very interesting. The Bakers are mentioned, but they're only mentioned very briefly. But um, yeah, read books. That it's good for you. Um, read books. Read books. Read books are good for you, right, JT? Go books. Go uh -huh. books. <laughs> but oh anyway, yeah. Go but anyway, Jessica Chastain played Tammy Faye, and what was interesting about Tammy Faye, and this was in real life too, because this was around the time when evangelicals were getting very anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. And Tammy Faye was like, why? Why should we hate them? They're God's kids and we, they're God's children and we love them. And, and you know, and, you know, because she was sort of like the outstep of, she was sort of like the outlier in all that that was going on. Yeah. And... 
and also um, Jessica Chastain. She gave probably the best speech of the night. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, okay. She gave the best speech of the night. She was talking about... Um, she was talking about... Um, she was talking about suicide among the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Especially suicide itself, because I actually just looked this up today. Um, Jessica Chastain's sister, unfortunately, took her own life when she was 24 years old. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Because she said in her speech, "Going, it's affected my family, too. And I looked it up and I found out that her sister committed suicide. Um, so, and she was saying that I'm getting choked up just thinking about it, but he was saying we know a lot of people have been isolated, especially during COVID and have turned to ways of ending their lives. And yeah, she, um, and she said that we just need to love one another. And especially among, you know, the LGBTQ community, um, talking about how suicide rates are high for them and um, plea and talking about in response to some of the um, anti-gay bills, such as the um, don't say gay bill, which just got signed to law in Florida. Um, it's, and, and you know what? It was just, I know a lot of people get very annoyed when when at award shows they bring up politics in their speeches. To me, it really doesn't bother me. If, you know, she was just saying that we should all just love one another, just like what Tammy Faye said and yeah. going on to her message. And I mean, yeah. And it was also... You know, and it was also um, just a, you know, I think she just gave a very good speech. And, and you know, what's something I really like this. And, you know, I like when I like when winners do this, when they say, you know what, I also want to give a shout out to my fellow nominees. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to my fellow nominees. And she's like listing all, all of them off. Nicole Kidman, Penelope Cruz. And and she also gave a shout out to Mr. Garfield. How funny is that? Because because he was Jim Baker in that movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, that's funny. So her movie husband. <laughs> How about her that? Movie hus- her movie husband was Spider-Man. That's even funnier. Um, but anyway. I think, you know, that was a well-deserved win. I think Jessica Chastain did really good as Tammy Faye. And I think that was very, very well-deserved. I agree. I agree, bud. Uh, what do you want to go do next? Let's do Best Supporting Actor. Best Supporting Actor. Here we go. Let's see. Best Supporting Actor. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's go to Best Supporting Actor. Here we go. Troy Coatser. Okay, I got to admit, next to Jessica, Jessica Chastain, yeah, this was probably my second favorite. It's a, if I if you had to ask me what my favorite speech was, I would say it was a toss up between Jessica Chastain and Troy Kutzer's. Okay, um, Troy Kotz, Kutzer was in Coda, which is a movie about being deaf. Yeah, and fun fact. Troy Coatser is actually the first male actor, the first male deaf, the first deaf male actor to win an Oscar. What has this been? Random facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill. Ow! This has been Random Facts with Bill. Yes, it has. And the second only deaf person to win an Oscar, the first one being Marley Macklin. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, I think so, yeah. In the movie *Children of a Lesser God*, who was also in *Coda*, and oh, how about that? his speech was absolutely great. I loved it. He was talking about he was talking about um about his father, who 
about how his family learned sign language for him. Yeah. And he was signing his whole speech and they had to have an interpreter. Mm. And and um, he was talking about his dad and saying how his dad was the best signer in the family. Right. How his dad was the best signer in the family, meaning with sign language. Yeah. And his father was in an accident and then got paralyzed. Oof. And he couldn't sign anymore because he couldn't move his hands. And he said, my father's my hero. And how he learned to sign for me. I love you, dad. Thank you. Mm. And I'm like, that teared me up a little bit. And that's great. And how he was talking about when, how he was talking about um, how President and Mrs. Biden mm-hmm. saw the movie and then actually invited them to the White House. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, he said in the speech, he said they invited me to the White House that I wanted to teach them some dirty sign, but Marley Maglin told me to behave myself. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then, like, probably the best thing, he gave a quote by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Who said... Who said the best director is the best communicator? And he was talking about the director of Coda. He said, This made me stand up and applaud. He said, You are our bridge between the deaf world and the hearing world. You're you are the best communicator. You are our bridge between the deaf world and the hearing world. Thank you. Nice. And And um, that speech just really moved. That speech just really moved me. It just really moved me. It was a... It was a really just... It was emotional. It was an emotional moment. And I don't know if you... Because you didn't really watch the Oscars, but I don't know if you noticed that when they were giving applause for Coda, they were doing this. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw the recap of it. Yes. Yeah, I think that's actually sign language for applause. Oh, I I figured that. I figured that. I'm not 100% sure, but it does make sense. Hmm. But it does really make sense. They were doing this. And I, yeah, that was, to me, Listen, I want to apologize to Jessica Chastain. I think you, your speech was absolutely phenomenal, but I think Troy Coatsers was my favorite. Yeah. I think Troy Coatsers was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, Jessica Chastain is in a very close second. Like I said, I really loved her speech. Yeah. But I really like how Troy Coatser was just very... How Troy Coatser was very, you know, talking about how how much his family means him about being deaf and how much, you know, there needs to be a bridge between deaf people and people who can hear. There should be. You're right. And that it is all about inclusion and tolerance and, you know, just letting everybody in. Yeah. I mean, and, I see that. And good, good for Troy. Good for, good for Mr. Coatser. Awesome. Okay, next the for best, best supporting, supporting actress is Ariana DeBose from mm. West Side Story. Who I I mean I didn't see West Side Story, but I feel like I mean just based on you could I I didn't see West Side Story, but I I'm, I I I had no doubt. I believed in this choice to be honest with you. Yeah, I only saw a little bit of it. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing yet. Um, yeah, but because yeah, we were Matt and I, you remember last week we were talking about West Side Story because there was a um a little controversy that the young lady who played Maria, Rachel Ziegler, wasn't invited. Right. And then it turns out the next day there may have been like a clerical error. It may have just been a mistake because they announced that she was going to be there and she was going to be a presenter. And that was funny because the next day I was on my way to Foxwoods and Dr. Matt Hemsley was texting me. Good old Dr. Matt Hemsley. Yeah, Matt Hemsley was texting me. Yeah. You know what, folks? 
Tonight, drinking game alert. Every time we say Matt Hemsley, take a drink. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Actually, no, don't do that. You will have alcohol poisoning by the end of the show. Yeah, please be careful. Don't yeah, we- drink responsibly. Yes, we do. We encourage that. Thank you. We encourage drinking responsibly here. Yeah, you know what? Let's not play the drinking game. You will be sick as a dog by the end of the show if we do that. But yeah, anyway, no Matt's texted me and he sent me that. And he said, and I said, only because they, they, the Academy was probably watching Mixed Bag last night and they knew we were pissed. So maybe, maybe we had something to do with it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> meaning the Academy's going to listen to three random schmucks from New York do a podcast, JT. Uh, Academy shout out. Listen to us. You better listen to us, Academy. Yeah, better. Anyway, but any, yeah, I, I have my reservations with the Academy. But anyway, um, but anyway, goes yeah, she's coming. Yeah, and Rachel Ziegler made a little joke about that. Um, um, she made a little joke about that. She was saying, she was saying, it's a dream of a lifetime. For me, it's a, it's all dream from six days ago. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, Ariana DeBose. First of all, and we we said this fact last week. This is actually the third time a two actors won an Oscar for playing the same role. Wow. The first time was. Don Vito Corleone in The Godfather. Yep. With Marlon Brando winning it for The Godfather in 1972. And, and Robert De Niro winning it in 1974 for Godfather Part Two. Mm. The second one was The Joker, who that Heath Ledger won in 2008 for The Dark Knight. And... 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 Joaquin Phoenix won for the Joker in 2019. Hmm. I didn't know that. So this is the third time that has happened. That's crazy. If you think about and it, that's crazy. Because Rita Moreno won for winning the same award, playing the same role in 1961. That's and, that's that's crazy. And also, hold on, I'm just looking for some. Something here. Um, You're good, bud. This is about to be random facts with Bill in about a second. Um, Ariana DeBose is actually the first openly LGBTQ woman of color to win an Oscar. Really? Yeah. Even more fun facts with Bill. For And she is the, yeah, she's Afro-Latina. Hmm. She's Afro-Latina. And so yeah, so she is the first LGBTQ woman of color to win an Oscar. This has been Random Facts with Bill. Random Facts with Bill. Love to see it. Love to see it. You love to see it. Yes. So congratulations, Mr. Bose. Congratulations. Congratulations. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, great stuff. Okay, what what do you want to talk about now, good buddy? Uh, should we talk? Well, we talk about actor, actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress. Let's talk about. We talk about best director. Yeah, let's talk about best director. Yeah, Jane Campion won yeah. for Power of the Dog. Uh huh. And I think she's like the second woman. I could be wrong. The second woman. To win for best director in the Oscars, what's well, about time? And you and and you know who she beat for that? Who'd she beat? This gentleman right here. Oh, Steven Spielberg, that guy. Yeah, and she, and I think it was payback for because in 1993. Oh yeah, go. I remember this, but go on. In 1993, um, Jane Campion was nominated for the piano. And Steven Spielberg was nominated for Schindler's List, and Steven Spielberg ended up winning. Wow. So That's it's payback. It's payback. I'm sure Mr. Spielberg was very polite about it. I'm sure he, I'm sure like the gentleman he is, 
he went over and congratulated her because he's Steven Spielberg. Of course, he's Spielberg. And you know who probably told him to do it? Who? Running joke from last week, George Clooney. Uh, probably Clooney, actually. Because remember, Clooney knows Clooney runs everything because he's George Clooney. Exactly. Either that or the Illuminati. Now nah, go with George Clooney. Well, Who do you think yeah. runs everything, JT? George Clooney or the Illuminati? Why not both? Maybe they both run it. No, no, Maybe. I'm just kidding, guys. The Illuminati does not. I'm so kidding about the Illuminati. Remember that joke I made last week with Matt? Say, you know, you know why Rachel Siegel was wasn't invited? They had to make room for George Clooney because he's George Clooney. <laughs> and and they're like, and he goes, I don't think George Clooney decides who gets invited to the Oscars and who doesn't. Goes, oh, of course he does. You know why? Why? Because he's George Clooney. I'm oh, sure he course. has something to do with it. He's um, George Clooney. He has something to do with it, folks. Now, I don't think he had anything to do with this one. Um, but he might have. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows if George Clooney <clears throat> had something to do with it? Um, but anyway, um, but anyway, so yeah, but Jane Campion being a, the second one consecutive woman to win an Oscar mm. for for best director. Yep. And yeah, like I said, I haven't seen Power of the Dog, but I heard people have said the movie's kind of boring. But that was a but that was a but you know from what I'm hearing it sounds like it was a good choice. Hold on. You're good, bud. No rush. So, yeah, you have any thoughts on this? Uh, honestly, for best director? Yeah. I feel like Spielberg, I mean, Spielberg had a shot with West Side Story. He really did. Um. But I think, to be honest, I thought Kenneth Branagh would have would have done it. But you know, well, we got Jane Champion as the as the winner this year, and you know, I I, I definitely see it. Um, I definitely see that. It, it was kind of payback after all since 1993. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're good friends. I'm sure they're not assholes about it. I'm sure they're not. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, but um, okay. Like any specific ones you wanna talk about, Matt? Uh, Nothing. My best animated feature, really quick. Yeah, we all knew Encanto was gonna win. There was no doubt in my mind. I even know. Yeah, Encanto's got it locked up. Yeah, and like we, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Encanto anymore. <laughs> You're really happy we don't have to talk about Encanto anymore. Don't I you? hate that damn song. Listen, listen. Okay, okay. Let's, let's boys and girls, children of all ages. I love music to death. I play the piano. I play the guitar. I actually have been in a band once or twice. This song has been overplayed and overrated to a maximum extent. Yes, we understand the song was good in doses, but I'm like, come on. We don't talk about Bruno needs to die ASAP. Thank you. This has been this has been my TED talk. Yeah, you know what? I have never heard a song this overplayed since Let It Go. Literally since Let It Go. And what other studio did that movie? Disney. Damn you, Disney. That's all I have to say. <laughs> you better watch out, JT, or we're going to hurt you. <laughs> oh, my God. The struggle is real. Remember, when you wish upon a star, we even own your car. We even own your pants and parents, too. Disney, the happiest dictatorship on Earth. Literally. Um. <laughs> But any, but anyway, um, but anyway, um, speaking of Encanto, yes, did you see the um performance of your favorite song? We don't talk about Bruno. Did I see the performance of it? No, it was actually not a bad performance. I'll give it that. It was actually pretty cool. Was it good? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Not and, bad. Uh, All right. And also there was a song, that, another song that wasn't We Don't Talk About Bruno, which I'll be honest, I'm surprised 
that song wasn't nominated for Best Original Song. I'm actually very surprised. It was actually a song called, can you, can you, hold on, I think I have it right here. What was the name of the song? I am going to pull it up for you in a second. Um, okay. I'm, from which movie was it? Which one was it? No, it, it was from Encanto. Um, hold on, I'm just trying to find it. Dang it. Give me one second, please. Um, Take your time, bud. Is it? It's got to be here somewhere. Okay, it's called... Um, okay, first, I want to apologize to um, all my Spanish-speaking friends because I'm going to butcher this. So, um, yeah, I want to apologize to all my friends who actually do speak Spanish. You're good, bro. Uh, dos arugatas. Oh, I can't say it. Dos arugatas. I can't say it either. But uh, by Lynn manuel Miranda. Yeah, unfortunately, he couldn't be at the Oscars because his wife got COVID. Oh, that's terrible. And, um, yeah, you know what? I was kind of, I knew No Time to Die was going to win. Really? Yeah, but I was thinking that I was hoping that he, that Lin Manuel Miranda would would win. I was hoping. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would have hoped so too. So because then he would have joined a very exclusive club, the EGOT club. The EGOT club. Oh my god, damn it! Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> You'll get there someday. He will get there someday. I have no doubt. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, EGOT stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's a big deal. If you can get that in your life, you are. There's only, like I think, like 15 people who are in that club. Yeah. Like, Springsteen got snubbed at the Emmys, so screw the Emmys. But he was so close to getting, no. The, no, Tony, he got an Oscar. He, got a, he has a Grammy, Tony. Oscar, he was so close to getting an Emmy for his Netflix on Broadway, Springsteen on Broadway Netflix show, and then sure enough, he got snubbed. So it was stupid, whatever. Yeah, so the Emmys basically screwed him over. Yeah, thanks, Emmys. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, it is a very exclusive club. Only um like a handful of kids have gotten it. Yeah, let's see. We're gonna yeah, we're checking this out right now. Fact check. Remember, kids, check your facts. Fact checks with Bill. Fact checks with all right. Um Okay, so this has been fact checks with anyway. Sorry, I had to. Okay, so there is only one. There is only sixteen members of this of this very exclusive club. Yeah, a lot of them include Rita Moreno, who won for um, who won sixty years ago for West Side Story. Um, uh-huh. Audrey Hepburn. Marvin Hamlish, Mel Brooks. Oh, wow. Mike Nichols. Wow. Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice, and Alan Mankin. So, yeah, that is a very exclusive club. So, I guarantee, now, I'll tell you, I think um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to get there one day. He'll get there one day. Um, Fingers crossed for you. He's won an Emmy, he's won a few Grammys, and he's won a couple Tonys. He just needs to win that Oscar. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah, but um anyway, um anyways. Anyway, um yeah. So so yeah, but um No Time to Die by Billy Eilish. I'm not the biggest Billy Eilish fan. No, and we know that Zuck how Zuck feels about her, so yeah, don't don't ask Zuck about Billie Eilish. No, I mean, there's some things I like, but I but I listen to her on a daily basis. No, you know, yeah, I wouldn't listen to her on a daily basis. But um, yeah, but no, I think she did deserve that Oscar though. Like that was a good song. It was. I mean, it, it fit the movie really well. It played during the opening credits, right? Yeah, and that was like I don't know which number of um, of which number of times a Bond song has won best original song because I know Live and Let Die is one. 
Uh, yes, Live and Let Die is one. Skyfall. Skyfall by Adele. That's another one. I'm, was there any others? I don't know. Uh, we, could, we could check it. We'll check that another time. That, that, that'll be a whole separate mixed bag on its own. Yeah, but um, anyway, congratulations to Billie Eilish and Phineas. Yes, congrats, guys. Phineas. Phineas. Sounds like a Phineas. butler name. Like a butler name. Phineas, get over here and get my penny loafers. <laughs> but anyway, you know, before we talk about big picture, I got to talk about a big cringe moment here. Um. Yeah. It was, um, and no, it wasn't that. We're getting there, folks. We promise we'll get there. Um, just be patient. It was the um, in memoriam segment. The part where they pay tribute to all of those who have passed away over the last year. Mm, yeah. It was just a very strange moment because this is how they usually do it. They usually have the slideshow playing, yeah. and then they have the um, and then they have like the orchestra playing in the background, or sometimes they'll have like actual musicians. Like one time, they actually had Dave Grohl for, of the Foo Fighters, yeah, playing Blackbird. Oh yeah, That's and then they one. had. They had um, Bette Midler sing Wind Beneath My Wings. Mm. And they had someone, um, and they also had um, someone play, I think it was In My Life one time. Oh, really? Yeah. But this was just, guys, this was very strange. And it was, it was these, this choir of people on stage. At first, they start very subtle with the song I Will Remember You by yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. You know that? I will remember you. That song? Yeah. And then they start going, and then they start singing Spirit in the Sky, you know, take me up to the spirit in the sky, that song. Yeah, I know that one. I'm like, what is this? And then they just had random people come out. They had Bill Murray come out and give tribute to Ivan Ratman, I think his name was, of Ghostbusters. Ivan Ratman, he directed Ghostbusters. He directed a couple other films, too. And then they had someone come out and give tribute to Betty White, and they go, thank you for being a friend. I'm like, what is this? That's funny. What the hell is this? This is weird. Yeah. I kind of told that. Literally. And then they end with singing Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Right. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I'm texting Hensley. I'm like, Matt, that was weird. He goes, yeah, it was. It was. And it was kind of tone deaf. Like, folks, what the hell was that? It was just weird and strange and uncomfortable. Strange, my friend. People are strange when you're a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why, Academy? Why? Yeah, why? Why? What were you folks smoking when you were thinking this? And by the way, two words, what, two questions. What were you smoking and can I have some, please? Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that was just a very strange segment. All right. Um. Okay, so um, okay, what else? Um, is it time to talk about best picture? Yeah, let's talk. Let's jump over to best picture. We're, we're, we're not gonna keep you guys too long tonight, but because we got to talk about the thing you want us to talk about. So yes, the big, 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 big thing. But yes, okay. So Coda won best picture. Yes, it did. And going well because it was basically a tight race between Coda and Power of the Dog. It was. And, and you know, Matt Hemsley said that he thought Power of the Dog was going to win, but it looked like Coda was Coda with, ended up winning. So he got Best Picture wrong, and but that's okay. He got he got twenty correct, so eighty seven percent percentile, folks, eighty seven percent. But mm. 
Yeah, but you know what? I actually thought Coda was going to win. Really? I was thinking, okay, it's going to be Coda or Power of the Dog. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm glad to see Dune was nominated too. I mean, I thought Dune might want might have won to be honest with you. Well, they Dune did win did win the most Oscars of the night. That is true. They did, and they did win all the technical awards. That is true. I forget it was. I didn't see it, but I heard it was very visual as well. Yeah, I heard it was very visual as well. Yeah. So all right. So all we got to say is congratulations to all who was nominated. Congratulations to all who won. Yes. Applause to you, folks. Applause, applause, applause. Applause to you. Living in the pause block. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you see um who presented Best Picture, by the way? No, who did? Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli. Oh, God, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Like, and... Liza Minnelli, I, I have to say though, uh, Liza Minnelli does not look good. In what way? She was in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I did see that photo. Yes. And, and you know, she was saying to Lady Gaga, "Oh, I'm such a big fan of you. I love you." He goes, "Well, everyone loves you, Liza." And yeah, but she did. She was in a wheelchair. She she did not look good. Um, I I hope she's okay. I really hope she is. I I really hope she's doing okay. But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool though. Have like a superstar from one era and a superstar from a current era. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And yeah, so. Yeah, so so yeah, Coda has won Best Picture. Dune took most of the Oscars, including technicals. Okay, now that we talked about the awards, guess what time it is, JT? It's time to talk about Bruno. Okay, we're gonna talk about Will You Smith know what and, we're gonna talk about, folks. We're gonna talk about Will Smith and what was it Chris Rock, right? Chris Rock. We yeah. save this to the end. Yeah, what the hell is it? We saved this for the end because we didn't want this to be the whole let's talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock show. Because we wanted to give recognition to the people who won. Yeah. Um, so. so anyway, we saved the best for last. Okay, so for those who didn't see it, JT, you saw the video, right? It was, to be honest, it was frightening. Because, okay, here's what happened. Um. Chris Rock was out presenting for best documentary. I gotta say, this is the most intense conversation about a documentary I've seen. Um, True. So he was out presenting for best documentary and of course he was doing his little spiel. He was doing some jokes and he was saying and he was saying um, and he was saying, Jada, you know I love you. He goes, G.I.J. 2, can't wait to see it. I'm referring to his ball, her bald hair. Right. Her bald head. And then Will Smith gets on stage and slaps him. Yeah. And Will Smith just gets on stage and slaps him. And everybody's like... <gasps> dun, and- dun, dun. And Chris Rock is like, wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he and then Will Smith said, get my keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. You know, dude goes, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Go keep my wife's name out of your mouth. You tell him, Will. And then well, no, like, have you noticed this? In the American broadcast, they censored it out. Yeah. They censored it out. I, yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen both the explicit version and the... Uh, but in the international, brought in other countries, they didn't censor it. Oh, wow, really? Well, that's, yeah, well, that's the difference between America and other countries. Like, yeah, the best way to describe it, it's... 
a country like the UK. Like, their approach is, if you don't like it, change the channel. Right. But we have to censor stuff. We have to censor everything. Well, the British approach is, if you don't like it, change the channel. Um, which it should be, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but, but anyway, Chris Rock was in like, okay, um, all right, I'm here to present best documentary. All right, we got a deep, we got a deep dive into this, folks. So, JT, what did you think of this when this happened? I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like, look, I guarantee you, people, I guarantee you. People who didn't even watch the Oscars found out about this. Like, I, I, like, I can't believe I missed this. Like, I saw the funniest thing on, on um, I was going through my news feed and whatnot, and I'm, I was looking at someone. Someone said something online, and I thought this was hysterical. So, uh, I'm not gonna say who this person is, but they literally said, so they said, if Will Smith hadn't slapped Chris Rock, I wouldn't have known the Oscar Oscars had happened, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Which is sort of true at the same time, if you think about it. I mean, like, uh, to be honest, no one really. Also, this Oscars was the second lowest in their history. Their second viewing. lowest rated? Yeah, uh, of their viewing. Yeah, of their ratings. Can you believe that? Wow. Like, I, I read somewhere online. I was like, this was the second lowest Oscars viewing or rating, whatever it was, since I forget what year. But, like, you know what I mean? I was like, really? After all this this would have gotten people in there. Although, if people had known Will Smith was going to slap the crap out of Chris Rock, then hey, whatever, you know. Yeah, but you know, um, like, um, what did what do you? Because a lot of people, when you look through social media, they're kind of split. They're kind of split. Some people are on Will Smith's side. Some people are on Chris Rock's side. Some I of them are saying, some of them are saying, going, no, a Chris. Hey, uh, Chris Rock shouldn't have been making fun of Will Smith's wife. He got what he deserved. Some of them are saying Will Smith needs to learn to take a joke. Yeah, I honestly think that people are blowing this way out of proportion. I mean, I think it just I think he did what he did and Chris Rock got upset about it. And Will Smith apologized. And No, no, no. Chris Rock apologized, right? No, I don't know if he apologized or not. Oh, but, um, but oh, hopefully he does. I love Chris Rock. The dude's hysterical, but no, he is. But, um, I love Will Smith too, but like that was just completely uncalled for. So, so you, because you know what? It's like some people, like, what do you think? Do you think Will Smith was in the wrong? Do you think Chris Rock was in the wrong? It's hard to say. I mean, I mean, if, if Chris Rock was calling out his wife, then I mean, that's one thing. That, then, then that's the trigger. And then Will Smith obviously came up like, all right, get up and I'm going to smack him. So, yeah. And I just want to say this with, you know, I got a couple things to say about this, but I think one of the big things is because um, Jada yeah. Smith has this thing called alopecia. Oh, okay. Which is an autoimmune disease. That's that, that basically causes hair loss. That's terrible. Well, yeah. And and so she ended up shaving her head to. Mm. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, she ended up shaving her head. I think so. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Right. But, but you know, so, yeah, I could see why Will Smith got angry. Hmm. But on the other hand, with Chris Rock, though, I'm hearing that Chris Rock didn't even know that, that Jada Smith had it. Had oh, Alicia. that makes it worse. Well, to be fair, I'm like, listen, I'm not total. To, to be honest with you, folks, I'm just going to say this now so you know where I'm coming from. To yeah. say, to be honest with you, folks. I think Will Smith, I think both Will Smith and Chris Rock were both in the wrong. I think they were both in the wrong. I think, I think Chris Rock shouldn't have made that joke, but I don't think Will Smith should have gotten up and smacked him. Yeah. So I think they were both in the wrong. But, but you know what? It's like, if you, I, I went, I've been, for the past two days, JT, I've been going back and forth on one thing. No, I, at first I'm like, no, I'm totally on Will Smith's side. Chris Rock's being a jackass. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, you know what? They were kind of both in the wrong. But, you know, here's the thing where I will slightly give some grace to Chris Rock. He didn't know. If he didn't know, you can't punish him for not knowing. That is true. That is true. You can't punish him for not knowing. Like, if he, if he found out about that, I, 
if I was him, I would say, listen, Will, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't punish someone for not knowing. Um, Because he didn't know. He didn't know. And I will give Chris Rock credit for that he kept his composure. Yes. Good for Chris Rock. Because you're also thinking, oh, is this going to break out into a fight? On live TV? Yeah. Bill, the whole world is literally watching. But, um. Yeah. And some people are saying, like, what do you think about this when they're saying, well, Will Smith was just defending his wife? I don't know. I just I think it's slightly uncalled for on both sides. But that's me. Because the thing is with Will Smith, it's like, listen, I I understand, dude. Some somebody said something about your wife. Somebody said something about your wife. Yeah. So you got into defense mode. I got it. But I get it. But it but the thing is, violence doesn't solve anything. It never does. Like the like I always say, violence is not the answer. JT, it's, violence is not the answer. Violence is not the answer, children. Unless the question is, what is never the answer? <laughs> but technically, violence is the answer. What is never the answer? Violence. So in that case, technically, violence is the answer. Yes. Um, but anyway, but yeah, um, but yeah, this has this has sparked outrage. Yeah. And some people are saying, and I'm gonna ask you this, JT. Some people are saying that Will Smith should get his Oscar taken away. Some people are saying that. I mean, I I don't know. I mean that that might be a little bit too too pushy, but that's me. So here's what I think. You know, one, I think maybe Will Smith should have been asked to leave. Sorry. But maybe here's what I'll say though. I don't think he should be taking his his Oscar taken because here's the thing. If you're gonna because the Academy did say that they can they don't condone what he did, they there will be an investigation, there will be a review, and there will be consequences. Right. So I don't know what those consequences are gonna be. But here's what I gotta say to the Academy. If you take Will Smith's Oscar away. For slapping Chris Rock. Again, I do not condone what Will Smith did. Right. I do not condone what he did. But if you're going to take away his Oscar for slapping Chris Rock, then why don't you take away Roman Polanski's Oscar because he's a fucking pedophile? Fair enough. Then why don't you take away Harvey Weinstein's... Why don't you take away Harvey Weinstein's Oscar because he's a fucking pervert? There you go. So if you're going to take Will Smith's Oscar away for smacking the crap out of Chris Rock, then you need to take away Roman Polanski's. You need to take away Harvey Weinstein's. Yep. Be consistent here, Academy. Because I think what Polanski and Weinstein did was 100 times worse than what Will Smith did. Um, I agree. I agree with that. So, yeah, if you're going to take away Will Smith's Academy Award, you better take away Roman Polanski's. You better take away Harvey Weinstein's. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's my thoughts on that. But God, that one moment, it just blew up. Everybody, like, if you were on social media for the past 24 to 48 hours, there's been nothing but those memes. Nothing but just like that. Like, even like that Oscar night when I went to bed, that this was already a meme. Yeah. It was already it, a meme. It went really quick. Like, the, the memes went out, came out really quick. And you know what? It's like, but like, here's the thing. When I was talking about how I thought Will Will Smith's Oscar acceptance speech was kind of weird. Yeah. It, it just weird. sounded like when he was saying, love makes you do crazy things. And, and yeah, it does. And, and he just said, you know, God is calling me to be here. And it's just Satan being angry with me or something like that. And I'm like thinking, dude. I feel like Will Smith is refusing to take responsibility. Like, right. To be fair, though, yesterday he did apologize to Chris Rock. Oh, a good, good thing he did. And Chris Rock did say he he's not going to press charges. Oh, good. Yeah, see, he, he, see, two Hollywood celebrities, uh, such actors, get it together and they figure it out. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Monday morning they said Chris Rock said he's not going to press charges. Um, oh, that's great. But. That's now. 
because the LAPD said if he changes his mind, we'll be here. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, but anyway, I think, eh, and you know, and this is another thing that annoys the hell out of me. People are bringing up the fact that Will Smith and his wife have an open marriage and that she was having an affair with him. And yet he's all defensive of his wife. I'm like thinking, guys, first of all, I got to say that, listen, the status of their marriage, it's none of your freaking business. I agree. It's none of your business. I don't, I do not condone open marriages. I do not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not into that or open relationships. If that's your, if that's what you do, that's your business. Yeah. If that's what you do, that's your business. But but don't, but don't call out Will Smith to justify what Chris Rock did. I agree. Like, and you're bringing up all this bad to make it look like Chris Rock was in the right. And from what I'm gathering, I think I, I said it's pretty split, but I think more people are kind of on Chris Rock's side than Will Smith's side. Like Alec Baldwin came out and defended Chris Rock. Right. So, um. Yeah, this was just a weird-ass situation. Very weird, very weird. This was a weird-ass situation. And I will say, I think what Will Smith did was wrong, but I do think his heart was in the right place. I think, you know, somebody said something about his wife. His wife has this condition. Right. Yeah, but you know what? On the other hand, like I said, if Chris Rock didn't know about this, you can't entirely blame him. No, I agree. I not, not that agree. I condone the joke he made, but right. not that I condone the joke he made, but you can't entirely blame him. Right. If he didn't know, he didn't know. So, yeah, that is my... T- and when your girl, Amy Schumer... Hey, yeah. <laughs> she came... When uh, she came back to do her slot of hosting, I'm like, she's like... What I miss? Did I miss something big? Oh my god, Amy's hysterical. I love her. And yeah, because her and two they had two other hosts this year, which I will admit, I think it was a little strange, but I think they worked well together. I think yeah, next okay. year they should just have one consistent host though. I yeah, no, don't switch it up, guys. Oscars if you're listening to this. One consistent host. Please. <laughs> Please. Just have one host and that's it. But um but yeah, um but yeah, that is my take on the Will Smith Chris Rock situation. And yeah. That's my thing on the on the Oscars. Yeah, well, I mean that's I think that kind of wraps it up for tonight, bud. Yeah. Again, we we wish Dr. Hensley could be here today. If Matt Hemsley was here, we'd have a lot more to say. But he yeah, but he- we, we we did get through a lot tonight though. Yeah, we did get through a lot. So, yeah, but you know what? Wow. I just want to say one more thing about the about the Will Smith Chris Rock thing. It's kind of a shame though because this overshadowed a lot of the first, like Ariana DeBose being the first female LGBTQ woman of color to win the Oscar. Right. This being, you know, Troy Lusker being the first male deaf actor to win an Oscar. Like a lot of firsts. I feel so bad for them because their big moment gets overshadowed by this. Yeah. Cause no, like, no people were talking about Troy Lutzker and Ariana DeBose and things like that the next day. But what was the number one thing people were talking about from the Oscars? Will Smith and Chris Rock. They were talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yeah. And you know what? I do feel bad for Troy Lusker and I feel bad for Ariana DeBose because their big night gets overshadowed by this. So that's why we saved this for last, folks, so we could give everyone else their due. Yep. We so want to give everyone to... else their respect. Exactly. Okay. So I guess that's the show, huh? That is the show for tonight. Let me stop sharing my screen. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you enjoy us tonight. If you're you listen, if you enjoyed our Oscars recap, feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Listen to us as a podcast, and as always, tune in every Wednesday night for another set of mixed bag. Check out tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to be doing Grammy season preview. 
Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully with our dear friend Daniel Zuckerman, because uh, if Zuck can join us, that'd be great. But if not, that's okay. No, we we'll still love him. We still love him. I miss Zuck. We haven't done, we haven't done a show with him in a long time. I hope he's okay. So, um, but thank you so much for watching, listening, and uh, Bill. Yes. What do you What do you have to share with them? Don't forget. Ah, uh, well, it's not like I have a podcast. Sports Insanity podcast. Check us out. We're on all platforms from the Sports Insanity Network. They do great work over there. Trust me. They so. And by the way, if you haven't checked that already, our their YouTube channel is in the link of every single one, the description of every single one of our videos. Check it out. Yeah, baseball so, season coming up, folks. So we're gonna have some stuff for you, folks. Thank God, baseball season is back. We're ready to get some stuff moving and grooving. Take us out to the ball game. Take us out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I ever get back. Ha, YouTube, you can't hit me. That song's in the public domain. (laughs) Take that, YouTube. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, streaming us, however you enjoyed us tonight. And we'll see you guys next week. See you later. We'll we'll see you tomorrow, actually. Oh, that's right. You're going to see us tomorrow. Double dose. A double dose of mixed bag, everyone. Can't wait to see it. We'll see you you tomorrow, folks. Yep. Stay safe and take Take care. care.